Welcome back to the Goalie Corner presented by One Stop Goaltending. Today we have a guest named Bria Sharkey on the episode. She's going to be talking about how she raced through the ranks of female hockey to end her career playing college hockey, which was the highest level at the time besides Olympics. In this segment, we hear Bria talk about her opinion of the differences between the male side of hockey and female side of hockey, as well as training, uh, a little bit of pros and cons with both in her opinion. And at the end of the day, for the parents that emailed me asking what would be better for their, their female goalie tracker in the sense of do they switch over to the male side of hockey for the competition or do they stay on the female side and dominate there is no right or wrong answer that's the tricky thing it's very situational based this is bria's side of her situation and why she chose the path she did if you're looking for more information or if you have any other questions about this sort of topic please reach out to us on social media at one stop goaltending that's either Facebook or Instagram, or you can email us at thegoaliecorner at gmail.com. Without further ado, let's jump in and hear Bria's story. All right, welcome to the podcast, Bria Sharkey. Longtime friends here, used to train <laughs> together. Do you want to give us like a Sparks Note version about yourself? Oh boy, what do you want to know? Well, where'd um, you play? Maybe a few highlights, biggest achievement. A few highlights. Okay. I grew up a figure skater, very competitive figure skater. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, you couldn't tell from all my edge work. No. So good. Um, I moved into hockey around 12, grew up on the island, so I played here and quickly moved into rep hockey. Mm -hmm. From there, I actually went down to Victoria and played a year, played like major midget because there wasn't a team here. And then... Um, from Major Midget, went to OHA, so Okanagan Hockey Academy. It was the first year they ever had a team, so that oh, was a really? really interesting experience. Yeah, well, that they had a female team. Right, Sorry, yeah. it was the first female team. Um, and from there, went off to play at St. Mary's in Halifax. Okay. Yeah. I want to pick your brain about your mindset towards female hockey in the sense of if you're young and growing up through minor hockey, do you think it's better or do you think it's better to play with the ma the males or stay to the females? Because I've heard kind of arguments on both sides. I was just going to say, you can definitely argue both sides of it. So I definitely tried out for the boys at one point, but it was like my second year of playing Ever. and being in goal. Gotcha. Um, so I didn't make the team. Fair enough. Went on to play with the girls. Is the girls and the boys at that point different levels of hockey? Yeah, I would say so. Um because typically girls don't start until they're a bit older. Mm -hmm. I don't know about now. For me, not making the boys team was, you know, it was sad. But also the other side of it is like, okay, sure, the sport itself is a little bit slower on the girls' side, but there's also the social aspect of it. So playing on a boys' team, would it have been more competitive? Yes. But do you have the, like, you're 12 and 13. The point of that sport at that time is to have fun. Right. So like being on a female team and getting to make those friendships and have that time was still just as awesome. But right. it is a different game, I think, overall. 
that is interesting that you said the social aspect because usually you would ha if you made that male's team you would have probably had to get dressed in a different room by yourself yeah you're just always by yourself at that point yeah as a goalie by yourself yeah you're already. on the ice by yourself you're in the yeah. dressing room by yourself like it's not fun at that point i think if you're someone that's like so above and beyond in a skill level then sure like go play with the boys if that's where you fit in better better like skill wise but i think there's very few people at that age at that young that are going to have that like difference right i don't know if it's necessarily worth it whereas like my brother who's three years older than me when he was growing up there was there was a girl or two that played with them because there really wasn't a female league and they did great and like but then you get to that point of um when contact starts to be a thing right and then you get to the point of like you stop growing as a female these guys just keep growing there becomes that huge divide right so now you're getting at risk for so many more injuries because now it's a contact sport right and it's not even that it's a contact sport and we're saying that females are always going to get injured it's it it's turns into an awkward conversation with okay you're battling for a puck in the corner <laughs> yeah. like what's ha what like come on right like yeah so that's definitely i don't know honestly i've never thought too deeply about it mm -hmm. until i've had uh, a few people reach out and ask me about it yeah. should should my daughter stay in the female side and keep moving through the ranks there or should we try out for uh the male side and try for try or rep hockey or what about camps like i don't think back in the day there was female specific goalie camps but i've oh, started seeing yeah. them pop up here and there the training aspect of there was always females in training camp though but like, i mean i think what the camps are doing is they're making sure that like the shooters are high level female shooters mm -hmm. i remember watching you and almost thinking that you were cheating in the sense of you're training with these whl shooters or junior shooters mm -hmm. and then you'd go back to female hockey where it is a little bit slower right the shot speed at least and I almost feel like it's it was a slight disadvantage at a point though because you're training with these fast accurate shots and then you go back to shots that maybe aren't as fast. Yeah, you got But down. your reactions there, and then all of a sudden the puck's like whoa, and does yeah. this like or it's like not as accurate shooting. So, but there was there was a lot of times where like Perry would bring out female shooters. Right. For me specifically, so that was good. But I liked training with the boys. It was more competitive. Right. I thought that part was fun. It was fun. It was fun. Yeah. Let's get into OHA a little bit. Okay. Because academies have blown up since you went to OHA and I went to Pursuit of Excellence. That oh, is now. enemies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it, Pursuit got bought out by another company called Rink. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It was, I think it was like two years ago or last year mm -hmm. now. But... You were playing major midget. Did they recruit you or did you, did you decide to go there? So I was recruited at the time. So they actually reached out. Um, the coaches and recruiting team there reached out to Perry and oh. said, we're looking for a goalie. Do you know a female goalie? So I was really lucky in that sense. There was very few high-level female goalies. Um, I, wouldn't, I don't even know if they were looking on the island. I think they were looking in BC. Right. So I'm not quite sure how my contacts like landed me that position because it was awesome um 
but yeah, I was playing major midget at the time. So there was only a few teams in BC that were that level. Like we were major midget, but we played a lot of just like midget A in order just to get games. Right. We had to travel a lot in order to play other major midget teams. Now, going to an academy, what were some high points or did you think it was worth the amount that people spend nowadays? Like people spend nowadays like college tuition kind of money. I think that answer really depends on what your goal is for it. If you're an athlete that wants to go on to college or university or whatever level you want to play next, a hundred percent. I think it's a hundred percent worth it, especially because I mean, there's so many things that I think are worth it about it and we can get into that. But I just think in, in terms of getting seen to get recruited to these universities, that's how you're going to get seen. Right. Going to an academy. I, yeah. But also having those people that are out there talking to these universities and having these contacts for you right. to be like, you want this person on your team. Because that's really hard to do is just like yourself and your parents trying to contact these schools. Like that's really hard to do. I mean, and I know there's the U16s and U18s and like, sure, you'll get seen at those for sure. But it really does help to have someone in your corner being like, you're almost talking like a family advisor. Like like, the coaches on my team were reaching out to universities or they have universities reach out to them and be like, they'd send people to come see or like have we had tapes made for us of like our highlight reels and stuff and sent off to universities. So in terms of that, for sure. I also just think when you play at a high level, not at an academy, sure, you're practicing a couple days a week and you're playing on the weekends and whatever. You're an academy like it's built into your schooling. Yeah. So we would go to our school was set up so the entire school would have three classes and then lunch and then one more class, which in most high schools, it's like two classes, lunch, two classes. But that way we could all leave and we just got shipped off to the rink and we went to practice and we went to the gym and we did, you know, film and all these other things before we then went home at the end of the night. So it's like it's a job. My favorite thing coming out of pursuit was it taught me what hard work was. Oh yeah. It's not just two hours a week. No, it's right. discipline, and it's really cool. Like having that routine with a team that you're with four or five. Well, you're with them like seven days a week, but to be on the ice practicing, like you just get such a good chemistry. Chemistry and yeah, it's really cool to see. It. I mean, I like I said, we were the first team, so. That, that was is, hard to build because we had we none of us knew each other. It wasn't like a team was there and they brought in a couple new people. It was like a whole new team. Yeah, our, our, that's surprising because when I went to Pursuit, I think it was a few years before you went to OHA, mm-hmm. and we had two or three female teams. I think also on like the other side of it is when you're when you're younger and you're just playing rep hockey, you don't necessarily get like, well, most people probably don't get like a full time trainer and like. Maybe it's not personalized you yeah but i don't think it's quite the same when it's on your own time versus when like you're in the gym with everyone together you're pushed more it's a very like st- structured program mm-hmm. to get you where you need to be and then at that time there really wasn't a whole lot of academies like you said so we played a lot of just you know uh rep teams but so you played against the men's rep teams uh we didn't play against no or like we would play against like the other boys teams in the academy but uh no just like girls teams which was kind of unfortunate because we'd like pummel over some of them 
So you get to the point where you're like, okay, we got to like start, okay, like five passes before you can shoot. Like, <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. But the year after I left, they became a part of that league. Right. Um, I honestly don't know the name of the league because I wasn't in it. Uh, but they became part of that elite league. Yeah. Um, and they like really took off over the next few years. That's cool. It's going crazy. Like, yeah, which is really cool. It's unfortunate. I I can speak on behalf of a few associations that I coach. Dismal numbers on female side where a bantam team is dressing five bantam girls. Like an five academy PUEs. level are you talking or just No, like just associate like at minor hockey associations, mm. right? Yeah. And what's happening is the academies are scooping up all the good players. All the good players. <laughs> like yeah. Even not even just on the male side, but what's happening on the female side is the males have more numbers, so they they're gonna be fine, mm-hmm. right? The teams are still gonna be there, but now there's te- female teams that are folding in minor hockey because of the academies. But that's such a story or a topic for a different day. Yeah, that's sad though. It is sad. I'm happy for the girls that like move on, but yeah, I'm sad for the girls that are in it for fun and. They don't want to just play games, right? They want to get better, but they don't want to leave home or and stuff like that. Or they're just too young to leave home. Yeah, leaving home is a whole other side of the academy. I think that's... I loved it. You know, you talk highlights and then you talk like, I guess, lowlights. I, I didn't love it. I got put into a billet home that I didn't like and that I felt really uncomfortable in. And it wasn't my... Nor- like you're used to your normal home environment and it very much was not that see i think this is where my billet situation wasn't great either Mm -hmm. but i think i was too young to really understand that to to understand that i wasn't uncomfortable or i was uncomfortable and i wasn't happy Mm -hmm. right i don't think i knew there was something better it was around so well i did so because i got put in a house with two other girls and it was just one of the girls dads um that lived there Gotcha. And, well, you know, my parents are still together. Like, it was just, it was weird for me. He was not there very often, and it was just the three of us. And, I don't know, it just really wasn't for me. There wasn't a lot of, like, structure. Yeah. There was. Routine or parenting. Yeah, and, like, meals. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but my two friends from the island that also came to the academy were with a billet family, and they had a really great billet family. And so I was over there quite often, but it wasn't until it was Christmas time. Um, we were in Richmond for a tournament and my parents came down and I just was like, I'm done. I don't want to be there anymore. I hate it. Like, I don't like my situation. And so in January, when I went back, we were looking for new billets and uh, they actually, their billet parents offered, they basically asked, they were like, can Bria come live with us? And uh, she's here all the time already. Yeah. She already pretty much is here all the time. Um, and they surprisingly they said yes even though they really didn't have like room for me like one of me and the girls shared a room which was totally fine I was like I'd rather be sharing a room than yeah. be in a place I'm unhappy with so I was really lucky that I got out of a situation that I was unhappy with because the rest of the year was fantastic and I'm still very close with that family um, their actual daughter is one of my best friends um, she's in my bridal party so like Damn. that's a really cool connection um, but yeah, I was so ready to just be like, I don't want to be here. I don't like living away from home. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, you doubled down in the sense of going away for university. 
Oh yeah, I was like, let's go across Canada as yeah. far away as I possibly can. <laughs> right. So was that another recruiting thing from OHA then? Kind of. So I was originally supposed to go to UBC. Okay. I was to play um, hockey or. Yeah. School? Well, I was gonna go and do my kinesiology degree there. Um, so I actually spent like half of my last year of high school just like upgrading some courses that I because at UBC for kinesiology you had to have like an eighty percent for certain things and science was no. <laughs> I was going to go into kinesiology and science wasn't my thing. So I went back and redid like my grade 12 science. Um, but yeah, I, I was actually in, in contact with their coach and then they got fired. Ooh. And I was like, well, that's my only contact there. And I basically was offered like, you can come and walk onto the team at this point, but you're not guaranteed anything. Right. And I was kind of like, well, I don't know. And then I believe my coaches and, like, the recruiting team at OHA had reached out to some other schools, and uh, St. Mary's offered me a position there. And I was like, well, sh sure. Never been to Halifax. Don't know what it's all about. Did some research and was like, okay, it's a good school. Um, I'll go do my degree in psychology. And I loved it. Best decision I ever made. Were you there for four years? I was. I only played for three, but I went for four. Okay. Yeah. Now, getting back into the male-female side of things, if there's a girl that really wants to play pro hockey now, because there is professional hockey, mm -hmm. and you can get make, you can make money, and it's getting there, right? It it's not perfect. Some money, yeah. It's not perfect, but it's <laughs> it's getting there. Yes. Right. What would you recommend? Now we're only getting one side of view. In the sense yeah, that you only a, grew up. It's a up. tough answer. And also, I, I never went past university. So I don't know what that path really looks like. But you went to, you did go to the highest level you could have gone. Yep. Right? At the time. Yeah. Right? So do you feel like sticking on the female side of minor hockey was good in the development side or do you feel like the development side came more during the summer during trainings and other uh camps that's a sometimes i have good questions question. yeah sometimes i have good ones because i feel like there's so many things that combined like a lot of my training was with men i mean i think my i mean because my dad did a lot of my coaching in the younger years he and he did a lot of my brother's coaching as well, like he's like, it's such a different game. And he kind of studied the female side of it and like was able to be able to coach me on that side of it too. So I don't know. I mean, you look at female hockey crumbling right now in numbers. Maybe if the numbers aren't very good and everyone on the ice is like just there for fun and you're wanting to be competitive, then yeah, jump to the guy side of it. I don't know. It's hard to say. How is gameplay different? In, in my opinion, the female game is much more strategic. There's a lot more strategy behind every play and it's more like they're going to look for that perfect shot whereas guys are just going to shoot all the time like it's just it's different i think it's different as soon as you take contact out of it yeah yeah right so guys are pressed for time because if they're, they're gonna get blown up right <laughs> let's just do one more one last question if you were playing on the men's side and you get a tryout for Hockey Canada, mm -hmm. right? Team Canada. You're walking in. You don't know anyone now. Yeah. Where I know from experience, or not my experience, but uh, some people telling me, they walked in, didn't know anybody, 
but every other girl like knew exactly who each other were played against them played with them whatever and she felt like she was at a disadvantage because of it i mean socially yeah i don't know if it's going to make a difference to the coaches that's a good point I, i don't know i think for me like yeah i got i got the privilege to go play at a very high level but it should always be fun and for me when it it wasn't fun anymore is when I stopped playing. What you're saying is being competitive is great and having all this stuff is great, but you still have to have fun with it. It's still a sport. Right. So, but just to wrap it up, what you're saying is there is no right or wrong way in your opinion. I think everyone's situation is different. And I think the kids and parents alike have to make that decision for what's right for them. I've seen girls bounce back and forth between female and male hockey as well. Yeah. Depending on the year. So I hope that provided some sort of clarity to <laughs> some <laughs> or questions. Or makes you have a there. lot more questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which are always welcome. Thank you, Bria, for taking some time out of your crazy day. You're welcome.